At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Two of Vsin Prime Time Hour One on uh, DK Network. Hello to everyone on uh, DraftKings Network. That is Jared Smith at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. I am at one Tim Murray. We're live here in Las Vegas at the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Vegas. A busy night on the NBA slate as uh, that is about to get underway. Thirteen games in all, and uh, just a little PSA: Hardwood handicappers. Great shout out resource uh, if you're looking to bet the NBA on a daily basis. Jonathan Von Tobel, our guy, he's writing up best bets each and every day on VC. Kelly Zach doing good work too. Kelly's the man. Zachary yeah. Cohen. So we got some really good NBA handicappers. Yep. So make sure you check them out. Give them a give them a little subscribe uh, there on the old uh, podcast world. There four uh, three games about to get underway uh, in uh, in the NBA. Atlanta at Charlotte. New York, the Knicks at Orlando and Miami, who uh, really impressively, without Jimmy Butler, put it to the Milwaukee Bucks last night. I thought it was a little bit of a letdown spot for the Bucks coming off of the big win over Utah back-to-back, but uh, I always acquiesced to JVT. He did not promote a Milwaukee bet, but kind of just said, eh, a lot of pieces missing there for the Heat. He's locked in right and, now. And they went out and smoked uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Still to come tonight, we've got uh, a couple other interesting ones. JVT, I know, wrote up uh, the Clippers and Golden State game. Right now, the Clippers catching three and a half. And uh, the Lakers, without LeBron, are catching five and a half, six. Uh, that game starting at 9-10 Eastern against the Utah Jazz. So busy night on the NBA hardwood tomorrow, last day before the All-Star break arrives. So uh, make sure you check it out over there on VSIN. Nice. Coming up in just a little bit, Thor Nystrom, our good friend, uh, helping us break down a little NFL draft fodder out there 
Jared. And uh, he was a, fantastic covering the draft last year. A strong belief that J.J. McCarthy will go to the Minnesota Vikings. So he's a Minnesota guy too. He's right? a Minnesota guy. So he, yeah, I'm interested in his for it take to happen. There. Yeah. So it's uh, he's not. Let's leave it at this. He's not going to be the first quarterback though taken by the Minnesota Vikings. Who? Jim Harbaugh. Or, yeah, Jim's prediction that J.J. Mm. would be the first quarterback taken. I got you. I was like, that went over my head a yeah. little bit. Uh, He's not going to be first, guys. Sorry, sorry, Jimbo. Well, we do have, uh, we do have a, a mock draft to, to take a look at and more odds at DraftKings today. That we're uh, moving today. today, right? Yeah, so, uh, so a little bit of movement today uh, regarding Jaden Daniels. We saw a new mock draft come out today, courtesy of Field Yates over at ESPN. So it's that time of year. Still haven't got the combine. That'll be later on this month. Uh, so still a lot of things to sort out, uh, but more offerings that are going to be out there. Have you, you haven't made any draft bets no, yet, have you? No, not yet. Uh, because, you know, honestly, Jared, right now it's it's number one pick market. Yep. It's got the number two pick market, which I think is interesting. I, would, not, I don't think it's that interesting, though. I would it's want, so hard to decipher these quarterbacks. Right, and I would want more if I'm going to take a swing on Jaden Daniels. We'll get to those odds a little bit later. Yeah, where the market kind of got blown up today by field games. Yeah, where <laughs> players will ultimately go. It's just so thinly traded right now that a small nudge like that will tilt yeah. it. I, I, I think the draft is, you know, we've talked about this. It was like the biggest gold mine in sports betting for like two or three years. And then it it's kind of slowly become this cesspool of misinformation. And it just... The bets are coming out later and later. The markets are getting blown up at different. T- it's it's tough. I, I think it's becoming one of the tougher. But it used to be the easiest. Now it's becoming, I think, a little more difficult. Not because of deciphering what to bet on, when to bet on it, and how much, and the way it all fits together. So, yeah, it is. Um, it's a market that I still love to talk about. Still love to bet. Obviously, as Jared mentioned, a lot of books. DraftKings puts up a ton of offerings. Uh, not a ton of books, though, do that. And they won't uh, take big bets, though, as well. spots, I don't think. Not, so, not on those multi-ways. Speaking of which, uh, our, it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> I love so that. we wanted to kind of get into some, uh, some Valentines that are out there. I'd say this is a little bit of uh, stealing a bit from... Uh, from Gill and Matt Brown's show just uh, a couple of years ago, the old fruit baskets that they would hand out well, on a, listen, on a nightly basis. The statue of limitations on a segment like that is way yeah. less than two Look, years. A lot of, lot of things, <laughs> lot of things are, are poked and po- prodded and, and pulled away. Imitation's the most sincere form of flattery. But I, I did want to give, uh, I, was, I, was, I was scrolling through my, my spreadsheet here going back to the draft from a couple of years ago. Oh, you went deep. I just went recent no, with no, this no. stuff. But I wanted to to grab uh, Quay Walker, who I had. That, I, that was one of your better calls. I remember I was in Arizona at a bachelor party, and this guy texted me, hey, Quay Walker, you got to bet this right now. Quay Walker to be the first <laughs> linebacker selected in the 2022 NFL draft. Fantastic 16, wager. 16 to 1. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. But my true Valentine is going to be handed out to a guy that, I'll say this, he got a little too good too quickly because the day Shaka Smart was hired by Marquette, I said, we shall bet on Marquette every single time they are an underdog. And the unfortunate situation of that, Jared, is that he got this program so good so quickly. Made the NCAA tournament year one. 
that we didn't really get to reap the benefits yeah. all that much. They weren't a dog very of much. Hashtag Shaka as a dog. What is Shaka smart as an underdog at Marquette, you ask? 21, 8, and 3 ATS. This year, Shaka smart and... Did I go against Shaka Smart once as a dog? I did. I, I kicked, When? This year? Uh, yeah, just a couple weeks ago. There was a, a spot uh, when they played Butler, and I went. The Butler did it, of yeah, course. Yeah, I went against them. They were the dog. And no, it was Villanova. I beg your pardon. Villanova. Oh, I remember this game. I was on Nova. This is one of the few times I, yeah, I've changed. Villanova, 85-80 to 80 loss. Uh, they went off as a, a favorite there against Marquette. So, Chaka Smart, as a dog this year, and the whole time he's been at Marquette, Valentine to you, sir. 21-8-3 ATS as a dog. 4-0-1 ATS this year, and it'll be on Saturday. Going to be fun. Marquette goes to UConn where they'll be catching six or seven. So we'll see if the trend oh, continues. Oh, they'll be a big dog in that game. They're going to be a big that, one. That, that might be their biggest dog in it, the history of the Shaka as a dog at Marquette's no, strategy. No, you got to remember, they, they were big dogs. The first year? Early year. Year one, they were not supposed to make the NCAA. They, so then recently, it'll probably be. I'm curious when the last time they were a seven-point dog. All right, hold on. I'm pulling it up. Marquette as a dog. Um, this is why he's trustworthy, guys. He has spreadsheets for all of this ah, stuff. This was uh, this was a couple years ago. I, they opened up. I, I can look it up later and find yeah, it for you. But Shaka as a dog, we'll see if the trend continues, but... The Valentine goes to, to Shaka Smart. Who are you handing out your Valentine to? Kyle Juszczyk. I mean, <laughs> goodness gracious, bud. Um, and I credit not only Ryan Kramer of this fine program, but, you know, of his sports gambling podcast, Ilky. He does a great job with finding these degenerate spots inside of the overall matchup, which we like. We discussed Kyle Juszczyk. I remember we discussed his just basic reception prop at, yep. at one and, and three and a half Ooh, um, for the yards. Puppy. But this one was kind of the above and beyond. And and so, yeah, this was the bet that I made courtesy of, of our pal Ryan Kramer, who actually rewrote this up for the, for the VEASAN Super Bowl guide. That is how deep the uh, D-Gen well goes. But obviously, check was a part of the offense in the postseason, more so in the regular season. I'm not going to go back and, you know, rehash the handicap. The bet won. It was bes- underneath. So I've made two wagers in my life that like are on the Mount Rushmore. The first one's the Floyd May- Mayweather against McGregor. That <laughs> yeah. one is on my Mount Rushmore. That's the biggest bet, biggest risk I've ever made in my life. It was like $5,000 risk on, I think he was uh, like a $5, $4 favor, something like that against, against McGregor. And then <laughs> I hit a 225 to one outright a couple years ago in the PGA. That was absolutely fantastic. This is the third one on my Mount Rushmore of wager. So thank you very much. You get not only a Mount Rushmore, but a Valentine to Kyle Juszczyk. First reception, 24 to 1. Um, and I went full on it. And usually, you know, oh, I'll go like a sprinkle on it. Sure. That was like a full unit because I felt so confident that he was going to get a reception in the game that I was like, okay, I'll just put that winning on the 24 to 1 because worst case scenario, he's going to get a reception at some point. I'll just chop the night. Got the first reception. So, awesome. as we all have uh, dealt with over our lives on Valentine's Day or whatever it may be, the heartbreak that comes. By the way, I looked it up. Uh, the game that I was remembering, November 15th of 21, this was the third game of the Shaka Smart era, which really started the Shaka as a dog. 
They were catching eight at home against Illinois, and they won the game outright, 67-66. to 66. I was sitting here in this studio, I remember that, very fondly uh, on that particular night. But uh, with, uh, with all the, you know, greatness comes, uh, you know, the moments when Ralph Wiggum gets his heart snapped in two from, uh, from Lisa Poor Simpson. Ralph. So, two separate years. This year, this fall of 2023, fall of 2021, I went out and grabbed a college quarterback at 30 to 1. CJ Stroud in 2021 beat Bo Nix this year. Both at 30 to 1, and both were the odds on favorites to win the Heisman Trophy, whether it was for CJ Stroud heading into the Michigan game or whether it was Bo Nix heading into the Pac 12 championship game. And as you well know, neither one <laughs> won the Heisman Trophy. So what could have been the Bo Nix? It got us a lot of run on this show. I think it annoyed the hell out of some people that kept mentioning it, and it didn't come home. So that was... Uh, didn't annoy me. That was the frustration. I was on the train with you. There. My heartbreak was when I was sitting in this chair about eh, four months ago, and Kyle Schwarber didn't tag on a deep fly ball to the corner didn't in a World like, Series game. you go like this? I was celebrating. I, yeah. I, the second the ball was hit, I was like, Yerfy. <laughs> and then it was a Nerfy. Heartbreak. <laughs> Will J.J. McCarthy be in the Twin Cities? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
We keep it rolling here on VSIN Prime Time. Biggest game of the college basketball night. Not going to get going until 8.30 Eastern. South Carolina on the road against Auburn. Uh, with uh, South Carolina catching 11 or 11 and a Not half. Detroit IUPUI? Uh, you sure about that? Big start for my Titans. Just going <laughs> to oh, say. That's right. The game just, started already. Just big start. I mean, Detroit up 11 to 2. Stop the count. Wow. Let's, let's end it now. Let's uh let's 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 end the game. All right. Uh enough of that nonsense. Let's go, Detroit. Shout out Dick <laughs> Vitel. Let's bring in Thor Nystrom, our guy from Fantasy Pros, Betting Pros. You can follow him at Thor KU on Twitter. Last time we had you on, you were uh you were making some waves for some takes on some quarterbacks. And uh right now, you are under the belief that J.J. McCarthy, former Michigan quarterback, is on a rocket ship to Minnesota. Odds sit at 3-1 to one at DraftKings. Why do you believe, Thor, that Minnesota and J.J. McCarthy are a marriage uh, to be made? Well, I think, you know, for me, once we get to late April, I think the question is going to become, will J.J. Can the Vikings get high enough to take J.J. McCarthy? I think it's going to be out of the question by that point that he gets down to 11. Um, I I think we're going to get four quarterbacks pretty early. Um, J.J. McCarthy's been undersold where he was more put in the Bonex, Michael Penix camp by some people even under them. I believe that he is with that group of the top three guys. I think it's a big four. I don't think it's a big three. Um, and, and, you know, you have all the teams that need the quarterback in the top 12. You extend it out to the Broncos, whatever. So I don't I don't think the fourth one's getting down to 11. Thor, what about the rest of the group? We saw some Jaden Daniels love today from one of the mock drafts of a prominent mock drafter. I, I, I don't overlook the mock drafts, but I don't underlook them at this point. They do kind of shape the market. How would you grade the big four quarterbacks in this class? I still have Caleb number one, but I think it's closer than other people have depicted because I think the risk profile is a little higher. You started to see some of that this past year in 2022, he dominated and 2023, the situation wasn't quite as good. And Caleb Williams was not quite as good. You don't base the entire evaluation on that. Certainly his flash plays are the best in the class, but I I think there's some stuff uh, to that. Uh, Like I said, that, that adds to the risk profile. I, but I do have him one just very slightly ahead in J, of Jaden Daniels. I wouldn't argue with anyone that has Jaden Daniels QB1 the way he played last year. You have the the dual thing with him where he's one of the better deep ball throwers we've seen come into the NFL the last decade. And then you also have the crazy athleticism, the scrambling, being able to steal yards on the ground or manufacture yards on the ground. So you sort of have those two things playing off each other and you force defenses of the thing of like, we're going to keep two high safeties the entire game, try to take away the deep ball but then we don't have a spy on Jaden Daniels. You can't do both things. You know, how do you defense a guy like that? So he would be my number two. And I actually have McCarthy three. I I got Drake May four. Wow. We're talking to Thor Nystrom at Thor KU on Twitter. Look, we're going to see a quarterback fall. We're going to see a quarterback rise. We're going to hear speculation of a quarterback that is not going to go in the first round, whether it be last year, obviously most notably Hendon Hooker, yep. Will Levis. We yep. see it every year. These guys drop. What do you expect from Drake May? Right now at DraftKings, he is the odds-on favorite to go to at minus 180. But as we continue to look at it, Thor, those have shrunk time after time. And, uh, you know, I've been on record saying I would personally take Jaden Daniels over, over uh, Drake May. 
I am a jabroni who sits on my couch, so I don't get to <laughs> make these selects. But what do you think? And is there a possibility that someone like like Drake May could fall a little bit here? One thousand percent. And the, the you know, like I certainly do not think he is locked into Washington for a couple different reasons. First of all, I don't think he's quite as good as his import. Uh, you know, again, my I, I'm QB four on him. I, I know consensus he's still QB two. I think when people get deeper into their tape, there's going to be some more questions about that with regards to Drake May. His rushing utility, the athleticism thing, I don't think that projects the NFL in the same way that it didn't, for instance, with Sam Howell. Uh, you know, you saw a little bit more of that with Drake May, but I don't think it projects there. He's not as good out of the pocket. He's not as good throwing on the move. And I don't think he's quite as good under pressure as maybe some people think. Um, I, I've seen wonky things where with his mechanics and stuff like that, where the ball starts to get errant or the speeding up of his process when, when the pressure starts to get there. Um, I just think you're you're talking more of the, the classic pocket passer. Well, who's their new offensive coordinator? It's Cliff Kingsbury. Everyone does the thing of associating Caleb Williams w- with them. But if Caleb Williams goes number one, who would Cliff Kingsbury be most interested in? Well, this is a guy, you know, it was Pat Mahomes when he was at Texas Tech. It was Kyler Murray was his handpicked guy when he was at uh, Arizona. And then was Caleb Williams last year. Would Jaden Daniels not fit that more, uh, you know, than some of the quarterbacks that, he, that he's had in the past? I, I sort of think his game is more similar than than Drake Mays. So, so anyway, for numerous reasons, yeah, I don't think that's a lock at all. Thor, it, who's the best non-quarterback in this class? And is there any possibility that the Bears say, okay, Justin Fields, you've had, what, 100 different OCs in your first few years in the league? We'll give you one crack with Shane Waldron here and we'll take Marvin Harrison at the top and try to piece this thing together. Is there a player, a non-quarterback in this class that can be that kind of disruptor at the top of the draft? Yeah, Harrison would be the easy answer, except there's two other mega god wide receiver prospects as well and that I go back and forth on all the time of like, which one of these three guys do I like the most? Like, Neighbors is a mega, 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 Mm. mega, mega stud as well. And so is Odunze. Like the more you watch your dunes that you're like, this guy's actually more skilled than I thought. Nobody gets him off the line. He's always by himself. You know, he separates just so easy. And then you have the crazy ball skills with him too. But those three receivers I I put up there on any list of the top non quarterbacks in the league or yes. in the draft. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it gets to kind of the interesting discussion of, all right, so where we sit right now, there's a belief and it's it's a lot of group things, so things can obviously be be changed. But Caleb goes one, May and Daniels two threes in some order. Maybe there's a drop there. Four Harrison with Arizona. A lot of people are targeting Brock Bowers to go to the Chargers, and there's an exact market there. the The problem is that DraftKings is not a two way market, so you can't really fade it. But I would be surprised. I'm curious to get your thoughts. Brock Bowers is amazing, but. Do the Los Angeles Chargers in year one of Jim Harbaugh, are they going to go out and get a tight end or are they going to get one of the offensive linemen? What what do you make of uh, of the Chargers sitting there at five? Because there's a lot of, as I said, groupthink that says it's going to be Bowers. I would be kind of surprised if it is. I, I would fade Bowers there uh, for a couple different reasons. I think there's two outcomes that are, are way more probable. Either, you know, pick your non-Bowers option if you're stuck in that slot, but then you also have the trade out thing. Why would it not be Jim Harbaugh's prerogative to trade out? You have Justin Justin Herbert, but then you have these other holes on your roster, and he's trying to remake the roster. Harbaugh doesn't see uh, roster construction the same way that Staley did or you know whatever. He's going to want his guys in there. So trading down to get more draft equity would make a lot of sense. 
And I think Bowers is a really, really good tight end prospect. But when you start talking top five, we just have so few examples of that. The last 25, 30 years, you had uh, Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts had the freakish measurements. Uh, Brock Bowers, people got to remember he's six foot four, 230 pounds. So it's a little bit, you know, two, two, maybe, maybe you can get up to 240, whatever for the combine. But it's not your prototypical thing like that. So I, I would assume for the Chargers, it's more, you know, whether you go receiver, whether you go offensive tackle, whether you trade down. I, I think there's a whole bunch of paths outside of Bowers. Who do you think, Thor, is going to be the number one tackle going? Uh, is it going to be schematically uh, based? Uh, you got Ole Fashano out of Penn State and Joe Alt at a Notre Dame. No market out that I've seen of who would go first, but that's going to be an interesting discussion as we get closer to the draft, and I imagine there will be some sort of head-to-head matchup in the betting market. Who would you say is going to be that first tackle or offensive lineman selected? Tim, I love when you set me up for Notre Dame, love. This one's, this <laughs> one's Joe Alt. This one's Joe Alt. He's just dependent on the the athletic testing, but I think that is going to be good enough to, you know, whatever. The tape is fabulous with him. Uh, and you have a two-way tackle there. A two-way tackle where you've seen it over the, the long term with Joe Alt, but the run blocking in addition to the pass blocking. Fashanu is really, really good. And in terms of the pass blocking, really, really good. But he's more on your finesse side of things. And the run blocking has been an adventure at times in his career. Obviously, now he's going to be going up against the war daddies in the NFL. I just think there's less questions with all. All right, Thor. It's that time of season, man. It's your time to shine. The draft season. Always love it, sir. Always love your analysis. We'll be talking to you plenty over the next couple of months. It's the best time of the year. Thanks for having me on, boys. It's such a great job last year. Our guy. Thor Nystrom. Uh, what was his big stuff? I should text him. He had a big hit last year. It was tight. It was first. Yeah. Dalton That's Kincaid, right. first Dalton tight end. Kincaid. Which uh, there it was uh, him versus Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer ultimately was the third tight end selected. So, Using uh, the odds to analyze the draft, it's like the next evolution of what McShay and the Kuipers did. Because the odds use them to your advantage. They paint a picture. They tell a story. Those guys don't use the odds. Thor does. Let's take a look at another mock draft that just came out today. We're going to be doing this a lot over the next (laughs) handful of uh, months here. It is V-CIN primetime. This is V-CIN primetime with Tim Murray on V-CIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. Subscribe today and get our daily best bet email, 24 7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com. Dot com slash subscribe today for only $9.99. That's V-S-I-N dot com slash subscribe. Alongside Jared Smith, I am Tim Murray. It is V-CIN primetime here on this Wednesday evening as the NBA slate just getting underway. couple games tail end of the first quarter. Got to ask you this, as a, uh, as a native New Yorker. Uh, uh, don't ask me about the Knicks. You believe in him? Jalen Brunson? I believe 
Saw the idea of the Knicks. I think it was Ryan Kramer this morning on uh, Follow the Money. The SGB, SGP boys were uh, filling in for Mitch and Paul. Gave out a little Jalen Brunson MVP. I, I believe in the idea of the Knicks. So I've been a Knicks fan since I was a kid in the 90s, just like the Yankees, top of the world. Since then, it's been a lot of pain. I am of the belief now with professional teams, seeing is believing. I don't believe anymore until it happens, but... I'm starting to see some things that I like with the Knicks. There's no doubt about it. It's impossible to ignore. I just, it's, <laughs> guys and girls, I have trust issues with sports. I just, it's just the way that I'm wired, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's abandonment issues from when I was a kid, but I have trust issues with sports. I have zero faith my teams are going to win until they actually win. Like, even when it's right there, I just, I've seen it happen before. I don't think that's too crazy as a sports fan. No. Unless you're, you know, living in Kansas City We're right negative. now. We're negative. Sports fans are cynics at where hearts. You, where you've won three championships in the last, uh, you know, four years or whatever it was. I mean, it's tough. I mean, honestly, like the city of New York in general is, is, is and no one's going to feel bad for the Yankees or the big bad Rangers and the Knicks, but the city of New York has not had a championship since 2012 been a while yeah i don't feel bad 2024 i mean there are children going to, i know exactly see this is and and jvt who i love and i love because we can spar back and forth and it's all in good fun he gives me crap for this all the time that the city of new york you know it's just over it's terrible it's you know, the worst place ever and i <laughs> listen i i left new york to move to your city jvt so i get it um, and I love Vegas. I consider this my new home. I consider the Knights my new team over the Rangers. And the oh, Knicks. wow. I, I honestly do. I, I, I you have, let them know? Did you send them a memo? Broke well, up, break up. It's Valentine's Day. The Knicks don't love me too much anyways. You broke days, up with them? So it's okay. Life moves on. I love you guys, though. Jimmy Dolan. Love you guys in New York. I wish you all the best, but I'm pretty happy here in I'll Vegas. I'll tell you what, man. And uh, just looking at where we sit right now in the NBA standings, a Knicks-Sixers first-round matchup. If Embiid yeah. is back, which he should be back towards the tail end of the regular season, I agree. that's going to be. And, and Look, analysis wise, long they are legit. Go. Brunson is an absolute bona fide star. I was wrong about him. I thought the Knicks still needed a superstar alpha. He might be that, especially with Ananobi and Randall kind of in the supporting cast roles. But it's still the Knicks. I still don't think they're going to win a championship until whatever. Oh, we'll just they're, move not, on. they're not going to win a we'll championship. But. Could they make it? And I asked JVT this. Could they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah. I could see that. Certainly. If they're the three. I don't think there's a team in the East besides Boston that you're like, okay, forget it. You're not winning in a seven-game series. Like, I, I think yeah. they're the only team that you don't feel like you have a puncher's chance against if you're a team like the Knicks or the Bucs or the Sixers, et cetera, et cetera. I'll tell you what. Right now, looking at the, the standings, and obviously they will change as we get closer. They always do. To the playoffs, we're just you know at the unofficial halfway. I don't part. think the top is going to change though. But I think the get, Celtics are the one to get Milwaukee, Indiana in a first round series where Indiana's beaten Milwaukee four out of five times this yeah. year would be awesome because it's yeah. kind of like a little bro syndrome where Indiana has got to punch Big Bro a lot this year, yeah. including here in Las Knicks Vegas. And the play. Sixers would be one of the best, you know, watched first-round series because of the media markets. That'd then, be a good little uh, script for the NBA to put together. And then there. you could potentially get Knicks-Boston in the semis or Philly-Boston in the See, semis. See, that's the thing. If the Knicks don't get out of that 4-5 game, 
Yeah. Where they have, yeah, they, they've got to get to the two, three. Frankly, I think the only path for the Knicks to make an Eastern Conference final is to be the two seed. They need, you remember the Garden during that little brief playoff run they had. Remember when they lost to Atlanta? It, it was absolutely bananas. I mean, it was bonkers. And then last year, you know, the playoff series win, you know, you saw them build on that and, and beat the Cavs in a series. And if they get home, if they get home court in that second round, yeah, I could see a, a an Eastern Conference Finals, but I I just I don't know if they they've got the goods to beat Boston. New uh, new mock draft came out today, and you're going to get a lot of these as as time goes on. These will tweak uh, a lot, but you mentioned it earlier. Some of these tweak kind of markets out there. We saw a little bit of movement to the number two overall pick market. So I'm gonna run through it real quickly. Yeah. Field Yates put out a mock draft today from ESPN. Caleb Williams, one. Jaden Daniels, two. Drake May, three. Let's stop there. I think this. The, I think the conversation really starts at two. Now, you could throw in, will the Bears trade out of one and get a King's Ransom? Obviously, Washington brought in Cliff Kingsbury. The familiarity with, um, with Caleb Williams being his quarterback coach just a year ago. Uh, also, Bobby, and they don't have too far to go up. Bobby I could Ingram, see that happening. Bobby Ingram, the wide receiver coach, was for Washington was retained. He has a, a, a familiarity. His son played high school football with Caleb Williams oh, wow. in the you DC went area. So, a couple of years ago, when uh, Caleb Williams was in the portal, it was reportedly down to USC and Wisconsin because Ingram was on the Wisconsin staff. Ultimately, he picked USC. Those I do think, coaching ties matter, by the way. I do think Washington has the new owner smell yeah. in that they're going to want to do something big. What oh, yeah. can they do to help hoist up a fan base that I can speak for first on, firsthand that is, you know, been beaten into the ground because of the previous regime. There, there was a lot of excitement just because Snyder was gone. They sold out the opener. They beat the Cardinals. And then they ended up being yeah. one of, if not the worst team in the NFL at the end of the season going 4-13. and 13. They fire Ron Rivera. A lot of excitement. Hey, we're going to go get Ben Johnson. And then Ben Johnson says, thanks for no thanks. They go get Dan Quinn. So it's kind of an interesting... Uh, dynamic brewing there in Washington. Caleb Williams from that area went to Gonzaga uh, in uh, in Washington, D.C. I think it comes down to the Bears. What do they want to do? You got a new offensive coordinator. Shane Waldron. If I'm the Bears, I'm drafting Caleb Williams. I'm not thinking about it. I'm drafting Caleb Williams. We're going to get more of a, a breakdown on this with Mike Sanford coming up top of the hour. The question is, when you look at the draft market right now, Caleb Williams is minus $9 to go first. Mm. He will go first. I'm not going to lay minus $9, but he will go first. The interesting thing is he's only minus 425 to go to the Bears, plus 250 to go to Washington. So the question you have to ask yourself is, do you think there's a chance Washington could trade up? And if they could, is plus 250 a good What's enough price? What's the rest of their assets looking like? So they have. I, 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 off the top of my head, I know they have a ton of cap space. Like they're they're an yep. ideal position, and that's why the GM hire and the coaching hire was so intriguing to see how they would use that 
you know, money. But they have money. They have assets. I, I think if you go down Narrative Street, what you just laid out makes a ton of sense, which is Caleb Williams going to a very familiar place where you are trying to get the most out of a guy that, let's be honest, the reviews are in. Siskel and Ebert, I don't know, maybe two thumbs, you know, maybe halfway pointed up after this season. Not the two thumbs up that we heard last year. So I, I don't, I'm not a GM, not a player development guy, even though I talk to a lot of them and, and they, they're like, in another life, maybe you were, because I try to think like them when I can. But this is, I, I don't view Caleb Williams like I view an Andrew Luck. Like it, where it was stone cold lock, this guy's the number one pick. I see no warts. The only I thi- see a lot of warts. The only thing I would say to rebut that in is this class, he is number one. That's last year you would have said there were no warts. When he won the Heisman Trophy, when he yeah, was doing the Utah game in the Pac Twelve Championship was your war. When he was right hurt. There. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. But I, I think there are discussions to be made for the mental side of his game after this year. Whereas a guy that's a little more even keeled, I would have maybe preferred to see that down the stretch. We'll get a full breakdown on Caleb Williams, top of the hour with Mike Sanford. We're going to go in-depth on different draft prospects all throughout the draft lead-up. That's Jared Smith. I'm Tim Murray. Big one tonight. Top 15 showdown between South Carolina and Auburn. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit five bucks and get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app, use the promo code VSIN, V S I N, when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Alongside Jared Smith, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN prime time. Not a great college basketball slate tonight as I uh, got a. ACC showdown going on. Clemson taking on Miami. Clemson up 31-27 to over the Canes. That game closed. Canes uh, catching seven on the road there. Uh, I took a little nibble on the Canes, but uh, not an official play, so kept that one to myself. Uh, so we will, uh, we will see as the uh, evening unfolds. The biggest game of the night as a line has now moved up to 12 at some spots. Ooh, South Carolina heat on Auburn, huh? at Auburn. And uh, some spots here in town have gone up to 12 for Auburn. 11 and a half juiced at DraftKings. 11 at Circa, South Carolina, who uh, gets no respect, I tell you. A little Rodney Dangerfield uh, uh, type of squad. Rodney Dangerfield one-liners are like the perfect Valentine's Day cornball jokes for you to <laughs> use on your wife or, or loved one. <laughs> and I respect around here. Yeah, so... Um, I watch Caddyshack too. South Carolina, eighteen and six ATS this year, and uh, Auburn is five and zero ATS against SEC foes at home this year. Auburn being at home uh, this evening, you've got Tennessee on the road at Arkansas. Uh, they're laying eight and a half against Woo Pig Suey, and then uh, <laughs> I love when number you one that. UConn Woo Pig Suey on the road at DePaul. Look ahead against the Blue Demons. They take they call the dogs off second half. They're laying 24 and a half on the road at God DePaul. bless you. You lay 24 and a half with UConn tonight. Yeah. Well, same. I think that's more of a D-Gen bet than Detroit. Frankly, <laughs> I thought Detroit was a great spot. That yeah. one's an interesting spot. We will see. Our Titans up uh, two touchdowns right now, which is good. How about Detroit? They look like the best team in college basketball tonight. Let's go. But our Chicago State Cougars are down 21. Worst team in college down basketball Down three touchdowns. Got to... Gotta love it. Hopefully we could... Uh, <laughs> when you bet on bad teams, expect variance, people. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, I want to circle back to uh, a discussion that I know JVT and I love to have, and we don't have a market on it yet. We're kind of uh, anticipating what the market will look like regarding how many quarterbacks will go in the first round. Gotta be four and a half. Year. So last year, you remember, as we went through this whole process... Michael Penix, or excuse me, uh, Hooker. Hendon Hooker. Yeah, Hooker was the, he was the the hanging Chad of this class. I mean, you could have got some really nice oh, plus yeah. money on him not to go in the first oh, round. Oh, yeah, especially late in the process when things started to get a little steamy there. And it was, oh, he's definitely going one. So last year, we had three quarterbacks go in the top four. Bryce Young went one, Stroud went two, Anthony Richardson yeah. went four, and then after that, nothing. No more quarterbacks until Will Levis went Second pick. And Levis's number round. was like four and a half. I oh, remember because yeah. we bet the under heavily yeah. and we lost. Yeah, it was uh, it was a not blood great. Bat. Not great. Uh, there was a lot of rumors out there, a lot of misinformation. So a lot. When you look at and there's going to be that again this year. No doubt. No it's doubt. just a matter of avoiding the minefields. So when you look at where we sit right now, Caleb going one minus nine dollars to go one. Stay away from that mark. Jaden Daniels going two. Or Drake May going to Jaden Daniels plus one sixty five at DraftKings. Drake May minus what a dollar eighty, I believe, is uh, the price right now. 
I think we can all confidently say three quarterbacks are a lock to go. Hundred percent in the top in the first round, probably top, top ten, yeah. maybe even top five. Probably after that is where it gets interesting, because we just heard from our good friend Thor Nystrom about J.J. McCarthy in Field Yates's mock draft. He had J.J. McCarthy going twelfth to the Denver Broncos. So Field Yates had Caleb one. Jaden Daniels, two. Drake May, three. J.J. McCarthy, 12. That would be four quarterbacks. And then he had Bo Nix going 20 to the Steelers. That is... Wow. And he did not have... I'm curious he what He did not fields... have Michael Penix going in the first round. So that would be five quarterbacks. I would want to look at his mock draft round. last year to see how he graded Hooker and... Levis, I, I think, and I don't know this because I don't, I don't, I don't have that information. But my guess is a lot of the the early mock drafts are really, really tough. Mm-hmm. I I think a lot of the top tier guys will default to quarterbacks in spots where maybe they aren't really going to be taken, just because it's kind of the low hanging fruit with these early mocks. So I just I when you watch Bo Nix. I just I don't see that, but I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot, but well, I just don't see it. And I think what you have to remember, for those who have yet to bet the NFL draft, and why I up until last year loved betting the NFL draft, I still will. Because <laughs> we love it. It's just it changed. Well, you a, have to change. It's right? an information-based event, right? It is not an event where you, as an evaluator of talent, not saying you are, but Mike Sanford, for instance, coming up top of the hour. He may think that J.J. McCarthy stinks or Bo Nix is better than, um, you know, Jaden Daniels. All that matters is what's happening inside that front office. That's and what, the thing that a lot what, of people struggle and with. what they believe. Yeah, right? they, they think who they want to take, who they should take, but it's right. not yeah. handicapping what the team should do. Right, so it's important to know particular... Um, Insiders who are are well piped in to yeah. different uh, to different type of teams and look last year a lot of those insiders as as Jared mentioned were kind of hoodwinked on a on a good chunk of them and it did not play out the way that we expected but I think the number and there hasn't been a number set yet but I think the number is going to be four and a half I agree and I think the play is going to be under I agree. Now, you're going to hear a lot of this. You know, the fifth-year option. Well, last year, guess what? You had a fifth-year option, and no one decided to draft Will Levis or Hendon Hooker in the first round. Hendon Hooker dropped all the way to the third round. So you've started to see these teams that just don't feel like they need to reach at the quarterback position. And another thing, too, if you're good in year three, they'll just extend you. Right. The, the, the fifth year, like... Purdy's not making it to a fifth year if he was in the first round. He's getting signed after year three. Yeah, so, look, a lot of draft shot uh, fodder on this uh, on this show, no doubt, uh, as we get through. What's What I would think would be interesting is... It's a fun topic of conversation. I think it's the best talking point the NFL offseason has. It really is. The Right now, very limited markets out there. I think the only one that's kind of interesting from a betting standpoint is is who does who goes number two. 
Yeah, I, 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 DraftKings and it'll be well in the next month. You'll it'll be like every week there'll be a new market. And you'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah. It'll be like a new toy to play with, right? Um, I, I think trying to figure out the first moves and all of them is probably the hardest, but that's helpful. But I don't. I, I think we just kind of put blinders on for at least another couple of weeks until the combine, at least. Look, and there might be an opportunity like there was last year where you could have got Bryce Young at a plus price to go yeah. number one. What was that right after the combine? Uh, I think it was a little bit later after C.J. Yes, Stroud had his workout with right. the Panthers and Josh and McCown was... before the S2 came out. Yeah. And it flipped right back again. Right. So, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. There's to, windows. To you have to it. find them. I, I do think the combine to me is kind of... Because that's when you'll see a little more market. Right now, there's just not enough markets to really make any actionable... We have nothing to go by. Absolutely yeah. nothing. We are just grasping at straws right now. You'd just be picking off numbers. That's it. Which, which, look. Some people like to bet that way. And if you want to pick. Most people don't. If you want to pick off some numbers on the first pick or second pick, that's fine. But. People as, did that last year on Levis. As of right now, we don't have any inside information yeah. leaking out. Because these teams have not done all their homework nope. yet. It, we're still, we're kind of in that dead period. And to be fair to the number grabbers, I don't want to put them down. I mean, there were some of the sharpest people I know were all over Will Levis, 100 to 1 to be the number sure. one pick. And it wasn't because they thought they were going to win the bet. It was just their vi the, the way that they're constructed, their DNA is if a number's wrong, I'm betting it. And that's just the way that they're wired. We know that the majority of you do not bet that way. So it doesn't behoove us to you know, stand up here on our podium and talk about all these great numbers that are out there because it just doesn't matter. I think there's really only one guy going to be taken. What's always fun is you look at the markets that are out there of what team will draft what position. And That's sometimes there are teams one. out there who do telegraph yeah. those. You can pick off some decent numbers. We'll start seeing, as, as you mentioned, different markets start to pop as we get closer and closer. Uh, but by the way, Kansas City drafting a wide receiver with their first selection is going to be, I think, a decent-sized favorite. I would say that will be one of those that gets steamed up very quickly. I also like the way you picked it, too. Teams to draft players' positions, the, the total positions in each round, Yeah, to me, is a very good handicap every year. A couple years ago, wide receivers. Was receivers, tight ends, the whole nine yards. Over. All right, that's going to do it for us on DK Network. We keep it rolling on VEASAN Primetime. In-depth breakdown of Caleb Williams next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.